Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Hey, Miggy. Um, there's a lot of shit going on. Lame duck president inciting a violent coup mm. to prevent an election from taking place. But um, for the people who are here, for us in six minutes, thank you for being here. And uh, yeah, it'll be six minutes of Sixers talk. Yeah, I mean... We need something to distract ourselves from all the shit that's going on in the world. And what better thing than to listen to six minutes of Sixers talk. And and I will say this, though. I recently went through our Spotify podcast uh, data. And I will say that we are actually <laughs> an international podcast. And some people just don't even give a shit about it's what's happening. It's a good point. Man. We have a global audience. <laughs> we have a global audience. And this is actually real. Okay, There are people in Mexico... Argentina and the Czech Republic tuning in and I Hi honestly to had, everyone. I honestly had no idea until like literally two days ago. And so guys around the world and gals, follow us at Sixers and Six on Twitter. Listen, Chris, since we last spoke, there have been two games and they are both wins for the seventy Sixers. Sixers versus Charlotte, Sixers one eighteen, Hornets one oh one. And tonight, a really, 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 really fun game. Sixers 141, Wizards 136. In a game where the first three quarters, we just could not be stopped. We were just on fire from three. Seth Curry hitting seven for eight, I think, from three-point land. We were shooting lights out. The ball was moving, and I feel like I've said this a million times, but we started off clunky, our offense, and we're just really clicking. And... Probably a bad thing that happened this game was that our defense really kind of shit the bed a little bit. Uh, I think well, we're talking can, about this. Can well, I, can yeah, I just ahead. say mm-hmm. that I was – part of me was grateful that mm. that old Sixers feeling came back <laughs> because there was, there was a minute there where I was like, man, is this just going to be a boring season where we just trash every team? No, no. Well, you, need, you need to have that classic Sixers, okay, one guy just goes off for – a gazillion points. Normally, 60, it's, for yeah, example, normally it's like some shitty guy, like you know a Terry Rozier or whatever the fuck that guy's name is in uh, Indiana. But you know Bradley Beal's a, a TJ Warren. The TJ Warren, yeah, Bradley Beal is legit. But uh, Chris, I want to talk about you know the season as a whole real quick because we have a segment called Blame Pizza, and that was pretty mm. much a lot of what we talked about last year. But this year so far, we got a new segment. And I'd like to introduce it to our podcast listeners all across the world. Anti-blame pizza. Chris, we're seven and one. Who deserves mm-hmm. the most anti-blame for our nice start? Ooh, who deserves the most anti-blame? I'm going to give it to uh, Joe L. Embiid. Mm. Tonight, 38 points, eight rebounds, five assists. Uh, he is playing like an actual MVP. And actually, as of potting, he is he has moved up to the fourth best odds for MVP behind Luca, Giannis, and Kevin Durant. Call up Bookie Joe to get Joel Embiid as your MVP. Mm. Um, that's where it starts for me. What about you? Yeah, you know that's obviously probably the right answer, but also the right answer. And I'm not sure if this is real, but uh, I think Toby has like the tenth best odds for winning MVP right now after yeah. eight games, which is just so delightful. All the shots that he would normally take, all the drives at the rim that he would normally take last year that would just end up with either a miss or something ugly looking, 
are falling. I'm not sure if it's because the, the lane's a little spaced out more or Doc just is like the Toby Whisperer, but I definitely think he deserves a lot of anti-blame at this point. Toby won Kenobi. Um, <laughs> he is just... Yeah, he's shooting absolute lights out. Uh, prior to tonight's game, he had four straight games with 20-plus points. I know a lot of people asked for Tobias, the the Clippers version of Tobias. Well, he never did that as a Clipper. So, fuck the Clippers version. We're getting the Sixers version. Hell yeah. I do want to talk about Seth Curry, though. Seth Curry okay. has Give him been... some anti-blame pie? Definitely gets a, a piece of the anti-blame pie. I mean bringing a lot more to the table than I expected. He's handling the ball, assists, driving to the rim. He had a very Steph Curry-like assist tonight, driving to the rim, and then it's like this weird wrap-around-the-head whip to the three-point line to Danny Green, I believe. He's been playing really well. I take back what I said, that he was not at all fit to hold a candle to J.J. Redick. He's better than J.J., for sure. Wow. He's got way more in his locker. That's spicy. Chris, um, we're at the Shake Milton Minute. Shake, shake. What do you got? Oh, good. I have to... Okay, last piece of anti-blame pie. Sure. Blame pizza. Anti-blame pizza, sorry. Um, You know, got to go back to my pessimistic Chris Ways. I am a self-loathing Sixers fan at the end of the day. I'm going to maybe give the largest piece of this pizza to our schedule because we've played (laughs) just absolute garbage teams. The best team we've played is probably the Cavs. Uh, Wizards, Knicks, Cavs, the Raptors who are having a terrible year, the Magic, the Hornets twice, the Wizards again. And we are definitely reaping the benefits of that. I will say shout out to Doc and Daryl and the whole crew because we never took that for granted last year. We just wanted to beat the bad teams. Um, We are certainly beating bad teams right now. 